listening to PetLifeRadio.com. This episode of Pet Peeves is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audiblepodcast.com forward slash pet peeves, P-E-T-P-E-E-V-E-S. Over 75,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. That's it. You're madder than a junkyard dog and you're not going to take it anymore. Your feathers are ruffled, your dander's up, and you've got a definite bone to pick. Welcome to Pet Peeves, the show that lets you dig through the dirt and unleash your passion for pets. Why let sleeping dogs lie when you can take the bull by the horns and let the fur fly? So get your claws out and get ready to rattle some cages on Pet Peeves with your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Amy Showtime. Hey there, and welcome to Pet Peeves on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Amy Shojai, and today we're talking about the Cat Writers Association. And now look out, here comes my rant of the week. Actually, a week doesn't go by that I don't read a cat story in the local or the national news. And in many cases, I'm moved or entertained by the article. But more and more, I read columns and features that leave me hissing. That's because the writers don't know a Tonkinese from a tabby. Hint, one's a breed, the other's a color pattern. Otherwise, they're clueless about catastrophic issues that strike at the heart of cat lovers everywhere. Cats have even become furry plot points or throwaway characters, literally, in some popular fiction. I mean, really, folks you introduce a pet cat in chapter one and then the hero leaves town for weeks to chase clues there's going to be a nasty mess if nobody cleaned the litter box or fed the cat and the well-being now on a more serious note it's great we have news coverage of controversial feline issues such as declawing bands cat collectors mandatory spay neuter as well as the warm and fuzzy coverage But our companion kitties might not have some of these problems if the writers covering the stories were cat-savvy journalists. And we'll find out today from my guest just where folks can find expert cat writers. I'm delighted to introduce you to Sue Ewing. She's the new president of the Cat Writers Association. Susan M. Ewing writes a bi-weekly column called The Pet Pen for the Post-Journal of Jamestown, New York, and she has an essay in the book, Cats Do It Better Than People. She has written for Kittens USA, Cats USA, and Cats Magazine, and her cat flashcards, Cats Train Your Owner, won a CWA Muse medallion. So call all your fur kids, invite a kitty on your lap, and we'll be right back with Sue Ewing after these messages. Okay, time to call off the dogs. Pet Peeves will be back with more biting topics right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. Hey, boy, how you doing? What am I doing? I'm creating your own life book. It's a website that's just for you. Remember that picture I took of you pulling off Lisa's bathing suit? (laughs) Yeah, I know, me too. I'm putting that awesome picture on your Lifebook page. We'll see what comments we get. And that great video we took of you standing on the table with your head inside the turkey? That's definitely going on there. No, it's easy. It only took me two minutes to set up your page. 
I chose a great theme, and I can connect with millions of other pet parents. I can also create a memorial life book. <coughs> no, not for Grandma, but we can make one for Fluffy, remember her? And we can even put links to our favorite pet charity. And friends can make donations. People can create their own life book for their pets by going to PetLifeRadio.LivingYearsPets.com or they can sign up on the Pet Life Radio homepage. <coughs> Where's Lisa? She's outside by the pool. Hey, come back here. <coughs> Create your own life book for your pet. PetLifeRadio.LivingYearsPets.com Want to know what cats like to eat for breakfast? Mice Krispies, of course. Learn everything there is to know about cats on Catitude with your host, Tom Doc. Each week, we'll spotlight a cool cat breed, give up-to-date advice on cat health, and check out spiffy new cat products. So curl up on the couch every week for a perfectly enjoyable time on Catitude. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com We know you're foaming at the mouth to get back to pet peeves, so here's Amy with some more tail-tying, fur-flying fun. Welcome back to Pet Peeves on Pet Life Radio, and please help me welcome Sue Ewing, a professional pet writer and the president of the Cat Writers Association, who can tell us all about the organization and how you can get involved. Welcome to the show, Sue. Thank you. I'll always like to ask guests uh, to tell a little bit about themselves before we get started. In particular, what cats, what dogs share your life? Well, I share the home with two Pembroke Walsh Corgis, Rory and Rhiannon. And Rory, I just adopted from the animal shelter, and he's about 10 years old. Unfortunately, I don't have any cats, which sounds really strange for the president of the Cat Writers Association. I'm very allergic to cats. I can't breathe after about four hours. Oh, my goodness. So, So you have to do virtual cat encounters then. I do, and I can go to people's homes, and I can I know when, when I'm going to start not being able to breathe, so I can go places, and I can pet cats, and I can play with them, and, and I can get my little cat fix that way, but then after about four hours, I have to, to come home. Well, I think that that speaks very highly. There are a lot of people out there that absolutely adore cats and have to find some way to to be involved in their lives, but without you know endangering their own health, so this is a great way to do this and I'm sure there are listeners out there maybe cocking their furry ears at the mere mention of a cat writers association now I'm being a little facetious here because I know about the organization but for the people out there what is this do members sit around writing fuzzy stories with uh, talking Siamese on their lap or what well some of them do write fuzzy <laughs> stories with Siamese um, but uh, the, the cat writers association is an organization of Writers who write about not just cats, but but all a, a lot of variety of, of animals. But obviously, the focus of this organization is on the cat writing part of it. And we have people who are veterinarians, so they write pieces that concern animal health. Uh, we have behaviorists. We have trainers. We have breeders. 
We have all kinds of people writing all kinds of articles. So you go from the, the fuzzy feel-good ones right on up to, to discussions of, of serious illnesses and, and uh, problems. Well, and as a member of uh, the Cat Writers Association myself, I can speak to the media angle also. That We have members that do radio like this, do television, do a, a lot of things. So it's cat writers. It's more cat communicators these days. It is, and we definitely have all cover all areas of media and including all the social media now with Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and and of course I know you're working on the Kindle books which as someone who has a Kindle on my birthday list <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm very interested in that aspect and I know in fact I I've just got my schedule and I know you're speaking on Kindle at the the CWA conference in November and I'm very excited about that. Yes, and, and we'll talk a little bit more about that, I think, in the second part of our show. But I wanted to ask also, now I know Cat Writers Association is, it's not a kitten anymore, founded in 1992. But for listeners out there, what's the purpose? I mean, what does Cat Writers Association do? Cat Writers Association helps cat writers, cat communicators, network with each other, learn more about cats and every area. We have a website, www.catwriters.org. There are all kinds of resources available to cat writers. Um, We have an uh, annual conference, which, again, helps us connect with with, uh, editors, agents, publishers, um, and and ourselves. It's just a huge networking organization, and I can't begin to, to say how many times the organization has helped me when I've been researching an article. How many members are there currently with Cat Writers Association? And I understand it's global. It's not just in the United States. I was going to say that's a trick question. Um, because <laughs> I don't know if you can. <laughs> but we have about 250 to 300 members, and they are indeed all over the world, which I just find, I find just fabulous to be able to communicate with people in Australia, Germany, Egypt, and England, and find out um, more about, about animals and how they're, they're treated and, and what their lives are like all over the world. Well, I think that's interesting also in today's world. You mentioned Facebook and kind of the social networking, and it's really become a much smaller world, and people, we're finding people around the world care just as much about our furry companions as we do in this country. It is. It's fascinating, and of course, what I find just I, delightful is that I, I'm on Facebook, and I have like, I don't know, seven dog friends and, and four or five cat friends. Not not people, I mean actual animals that are just <laughs> friends on Facebook. Get the inside scoop from them. <laughs> <laughs> so to speak. Well, listen, so do you think that people listening out there should tell the editors of their local newspapers, their local TV stations, all of that, that they need to get their hands on a cat writer's member to, to be a contributor? Oh, Absolutely. I can't begin to tell you how I have the same when you said in the beginning that you're one of your little rants there about reading articles or stories and, and you can tell the person doesn't have really an understanding of, of the cats. When I attend, I, this is this is dogs, I'm sorry, I have to bring in the dog angle, but when I attend oh, we're Westminster, equal. We're, yeah, we're equal, equal opportunity. opportunity. <laughs> When I go to the Westminster Kennel Club dog show and I am in the press room and there are all these reporters from really prestigious organizations 
and they're standing there and they're saying to their companions, well, exactly what kind of a dog is that? And they don't know, as you said, the Tonkinese from a tabby, well, they don't know a Skipperkey from a Shih Tzu. And I just think to myself, please, please get a member of the dog writers organization to follow you around and explain things. And it's the same with the cats. Right, and just cut to the chase there, and instead of having to, you know, a Dog Writers Association of America member or a Cat Writers Association of member follow them around, just go to those organizations exactly, and get the expert who already knows all the ins and outs of the son of a Bichon, for instance. Exactly. <laughs> so, let's see, you're the new president of the organization, elected last November, there are yes. always challenges when new officers come on board. Tell us, what are some of your plans for CWA in the coming months and years? Right now, I'm, I'm getting a feel for this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm very thankful for my vice president, Dusty Rainbow, who is arranging all the, the speakers for our conference. And uh, I really, we're trying to get more and more connection for our members into the the social media and and things like websites and internet information, that whole side of media is just exploding. And so many of us in the organization are so, at least I know I am, but are focused on some of the more traditional media. And that's one of the things that we're trying to get to the members is information on how to use these other tools to get the word out about cats. All right. Well, we will continue our conversation with Sue Ewing about the Cat Writers Association and more after these messages from our sponsors. Okay, time to call off the dogs. Pet Peeves will be back with more biting topics right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. Hey, love to read, but just never seem to have enough time to sit in one place long enough? For all of us on-the-go people, Audible has the answer. Best-selling audiobooks for your iPod or MP3 player. For Pet Life Radio listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 14-day trial to give you a chance to check out their service. Choose from hundreds of today's bestsellers, including awesome pet books, such as Bad Dogs Have More Fun by Marley and Me author John Grogan, Love That Cat by Ingrid Newkirk, It's Okay to Miss the Bed on the First Jump, and Other Life Lessons I Learned from Dogs by Seinfeld's John O'Hurley, and many, many more. To download your free audiobook today, go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash pet peeves, P-E-T-P-E-E-V-E-S. Again, that's audiblepodcast.com forward slash pet peeves for your free audiobook. It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. 
So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to TeachersPetSessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. TeachersPetSessions.com. Pet Life Radio presents Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Step into the supernatural world of pets with your Paranormal Pets ghostly host, Dusty Rainbolt, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On PetLife Radio. PetLife Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> We know you're foaming at the mouth to get back to pet peeves. So here's Amy with some more tail-tying, fur-flying fun. We're back. And again, speaking with Sue Ewing. She's the president of the Cat Writers Association. Her cat flashcards, this isn't a book, it's flashcards, folks, called Cats Train Your Owner. Won a Muse Medallion as well as the President's Award from the Cat Writers Association. She's also written 10 canine breed books, including Poodles for Dummies and Bulldogs for Dummies. And she is a member of the Dog Writers Association of America. As Sue mentioned, many members are writers across the species. Now, she lives in Jamestown, New York with her husband, Jim, and two corgis, Rihanna and Rory. So, Sue... Before we get back into the thing here, I wanted to ask you, people who are listening out there, anyone who has ever lived with a cat has stories to tell. Maybe they're interested in becoming a member of Cat Riders. How do you qualify to become a member and how can you get involved in this? And do you have to be a member to be involved in some of the Cat Riders benefits like the conference and the contest? Yes, yes, no, maybe, and I don't know. <laughs> that was a huge string of questions. Um, let's try and, let's see. Well, if if you are interested in becoming a cat writer, the first thing you should do is probably go to the website, which is www.catwriters.org, and there's information on what you need to do to become either an associate member, which is someone who may write without being getting a paycheck, and then there's professional, uh, the professional category where you're getting paid for your writing. And there's a, an application form on there. There's a, all the information you need to send in an application. You do not need to be a member of the organization to either enter our writing competition or to attend the conference. And information is also on the website about that. I don't, was there another question in there no, that I missed? I just, Sorry, I get on a roll and I just keep right on going. <laughs> so thanks for stopping me there. But let's go back to Sue Ewing here for a minute. Describe your flashcards for listeners. What is all of that about? How did you come to write these? 
Well, the flashcards are a set of 50 cards that cover things like behavior and training and just health issues about cats. They're slightly humorous so that people can learn something without being hit over the head with a hammer about it. They have wonderful illustrations on one side, and then they have little bits of information on the other side. It was actually the publisher contacted me and asked me if I would like to do it, and and I said, sure. So that's how they came to be. Um, and they do they're, offer little little training tips. They're really um, marvelous. I I had the uh, the good fortune last year to be one of the judges, and they are so different than most of the uh, cat education products out there. You think of books, you think of magazines or newspaper columns, and this is just such a unique idea. And I got to tell you, I was blown away by them. I didn't know what to think. Got them out of the box, and they were just so clever and I just love them. So describe for the listeners, they won both a Muse Medallion Award and the President's Award. What are those and what do they mean in the scheme of cat writing? Well, the Muse Medallion is an award that's presented in several different categories in the writing competitions and each entry is judged by at least three judges and they score every article, every piece Um, on a scale of 1 to 100, and you have to score in the high 90s to even be considered for a Muse Medallion. And then basically the high high score wins wins the prize. And it's just, it was just such an honor to win that. And then the President's Award is chosen by the President, and the President reads or or views, depending if it's, it's a media presentation, all the Muse Medallion winners and chooses basically the best of the best. And that was just such a huge honor. That was just, I can't begin to tell you how pleased and honored I was to receive that. So I guess for listeners, if you're familiar with, you know, theater awards, Tony Awards, or, you know, Emmys, or all of those, this, the Muse Medallion and the President's Award for cat writers being judged by your peers and ju- having your work judged among such excellence it's really very much an honor, and, and I do want to encourage listeners out there that the contest is for published work, but you do not have to have been paid for your work. And I understand, Sue, this year, are there not some new categories for blogging and, and some things that a lot of people out there may be able to, to enter their work? There are, um, and we've, we've definitely broadened several of the categories. We've talked to our sponsors. Almost all these awards are offered by Many of them are sponsored by, well, those are special awards. Sorry, getting ahead of myself on the award, different things you can do. But, yes, we've, we've definitely added to these categories because we realize that there's a lot of really important, well-done work now that is in the form of blogs or is in little personal web pages that, that people are not being paid for. It's not in a traditional form, but it's still a very important part of information that gets out there about cats. Well, something that I've noticed in my own career, I started out as a a print writer for what I always called the pet press, you know, for the magazines, the dog and the cat magazines, and then went from there to books, print books. And as you mentioned earlier, the the Kindle, I've I found that publishers, it's very expensive to publish a paper book anymore, and so many people with cats or with dogs are going to the internet for their information now. They're they're going to ebooks. It's less expensive and it's it's a direct from author to reader 
way of doing things. And so I think for people who are writing or even starting out writing on their blogs and everything else, this is a really a legitimate way to to get information, which is, you know, bottom line, we want good information out there for cat owners. It is, absolutely. And I'm happy to see more and more pet food companies and magazines even going to different online I want to say publications. See, I'm just in that print set of mine. But, mm-hmm. but doing doing things like there's a dog college that the, the Dog Fancy magazine is doing online because more and more people, that's what they do. They just go to, go to a search engine and type in something that they want the information on. And as we all know, some of that information is, is terrific and some of it isn't so good. So right. it's important that, people, that we can point people to the, to the correct information. Right, and in fact, uh, again, as a personal example, I've gone to and are now writing online 12 articles a month for catsabout.com on cat behavior. And this is free for, for anybody who dials up those particular topics. It doesn't cost them a dime. And, you know, the sponsorship is what pays me for my time. And it's, it's not a, a huge amount, but it's something that I can give back that the cat people benefit from and there's all kinds of opportunities i know a lot of our colleagues are doing the examiner.com writings in their own communities so there are there are examiner guides out there as well so i think if you do some searches folks you don't have to spend an arm and a leg although we really want you to go out and find sue's flashcards and buy those and look for my books and get those too but uh We've got a little bit more time here. I want to touch more on the upcoming Cat Writers Association annual conference. What's in line for that? If people, where is it at, and what's going to be on the uh, the menu? I am so excited. I mean, I I don't want winter to come, and I really want to enjoy my summer. But I am so excited about the Cat Writers Conference in November. It's going to be at the Crown Plaza Hotel in White Plains, New York this year. We move around the country so that it's not always a, you know, a long flight for someone. And the conference this year is November 18th through 20th. And it's, I think it's the best deal in the entire whole world if you have any interest at all in writing and communicating about cats. The conference itself has, well, just, just to give you an idea of some of the topics, I'm just so excited. Susan Logan, who edits Cat Fancy Magazine, is going to give a seminar on how to query an editor. And if you're a new writer and you just are getting started in the field, I can't think of any better seminar for learning how to be professional, how to put your idea out there so that an editor says, yes, I want you to write the article. Um, Jane Brunt, who's a veterinarian, is going to do a seminar on how to interview a vet. If you're writing about health issues, it would probably be a good thing to know exactly how to approach your local veterinarian for some information. Mary Jean Bellner is going to talk about YouTube.com for authors. Using <laughs> YouTube is an amazing... You're laughing because you know you've, yes. seen the, you've seen the YouTube. And Mary Jean did a book and a video about massaging cats, and it was years ago. And some little clip ended up on YouTube and got a bazillion hits, and she ended up on David Letterman. I would love to go on David Letterman and be able to (laughs) tell people about my cat flashcards. So maybe I need to get on YouTube. And you're doing the the section on on Kindleization, the e-book option, which I, I can't wait for that. 
and Deb Eldridge is is another veterinarian who's doing a talk on translating vet ease. And I know when I go to the the veterinarians, I mean, he's you know he'll he'll say something and he'll say, well, we're going to do this, 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 and and I'm most of the time saying excuse me, you need to tell me what that is. You need to, right, to explain right. what that medicine is. I don't know what that is. I don't know what you're talking about. And most of the time I do do that because frequently I turn my experiences into my uh, column, my pet pen column. But I know there's a lot of people out there who just say, oh, yeah, okay, the vet says to do this or or whatever. And we, we as writers need to be able to tell or or communicators. I I just really I'm still so print oriented. <laughs> but we yes. need to be able to explain clearly what we're talking about to people. We might know what we mean when we say hip dysplasia in dogs or or FIP in cats. But if you're just getting into it, if you've just gotten a cat, you might not know what that is and you might not um, you might be a little reticent to ask your veterinarian to spend the time to dis- to discuss everything. So so if you're a pet communicator, it almost sounds like some kind of a psychic, but I, <laughs> I don't know what else to say to cover all the media. That would be terrific. And there's there's dozens more. We're just, it's just so exciting. Well, and what happens, what sen- tends to happen at these conferences, I've gotten, actually, I've gotten book deals from attending these conferences, from meeting with editors or connecting with colleagues who, they're contacted. They don't have time. They pass things on. It's an incredible networking opportunity. And as Sue mentioned, you don't have to be a member to come. I mean, and, and it's going to be so close to, to New York City, kind of the head of publishing, that I know last year we were in that area and had uh, some editors and agents come up for the day to talk with people. There's an incredible networking opportunities with banquets and dinners. The contest results are announced that weekend, so it's a gala time is had by all. You go away with door prizes you would not believe. And it's, again, it's going to be with the cat show again this year? Yes, it is. Um, it's in connection with the cat show, and, and that's another one of the benefits of the conference is that um, you, we all have a name tag that we wear and if you show that at the door you you get in um, at no charge to the cat show plus we also offer a book signing if you are an author and you've written um, a book and it doesn't just have to be a cat book because a lot of the people that go to cat shows are interested in all kinds of animals and um, that's just a, a marvelous time too to, to interact with your your friends and sell a few books and and see all the, the terrific cats and um, cat jewelry, cat jewelry. Oh, cat! Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I can't, cat jewelry, cat socks, cat sweatshirts, cat, <laughs> cat toys. Oh, I always, I always wish I could buy one of those. You know, those wonderful big trees that they have yes. that, that have all little levels for the cats, and and uh, they're kind of hard to get in your carry-on case for the airplane. But if you've driven, <laughs> you can get you can get terrific cat things. And they uh, will ship. They will ship. So. <laughs> ah, ah, there's a good point. We do the editor agent panels. You you get 15 minutes to talk to up to three agents or editors, and I have I have come away with with assignments practically every time I've I've attended a conference. Well, before we close, tell people where we can find copies of your flashcards. It's on Amazon, and if your local bookstore doesn't have it on the shelf, you can order it through your your local bookstore. 
We are out of time, but I'd like to thank Sue Ewing and the producers for making Pet Peeves possible. I dare you to join me next week for Pet Peeves on Pet Life Radio for the next installment of What Hisses You Off. Email me suggestions or post a note to my blog by dialing up PetLifeRadio.com and clicking on the Pet Peeves logo. Purrs and trills until next time. And remember, keep your cats and your dogs happy and healthy by keeping near at hand a good cat care book. Check to see that it's authored by a qualified cat journalist or a dog journalist like the members from the Cat Writers Association and the Dog Writers Association of America. That way, you can be sure you get the information that is accurate, up-to-date, and insightful because you don't want your pets to get peeved. That's it. You're madder than a junkyard dog, and you're not going to take it anymore. Your feathers are ruffled, your dander is up, and you've got a definite bone to pick. Join us each week on Pet Peeves, the show that lets you dig through the dirt and unleash your passion for pets. Your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Amy Shojai, will talk about what makes you howl and what hisses you off. Pet Peeves, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.